And guess what? exclaimed David Michael. Mom's going to get me a new G.I. Joe, one of the good guys. That sounds pretty exciting, said Watson. I don't know much about G.I. Joe dolls, though. I don't think Andrew plays with them. Oh, he probably does, I said airily. And you just don't know it because you're not around enough. All the boys play with them. I glanced at Mom. I could practically see smoke coming from her ears as she let me know that I was getting into trouble. <laughs> but I went on anyway. Besides, they're action toys, not dolls. Right, David Michael? David Michael beamed. Right, Christy. And Karen probably has a Rainbow Bright doll. Ever heard of those? At that moment, Mom slammed her fork onto her plate. She stood up so fast, she almost tipped her chair over. Christy, apologize to Watson this instant, and then go to your room. But, I said politely, I haven't finished this delicious dinner yet. Kristen Amanda Thomas, you are asking for it, young lady. I got to my feet. I'm sorry, Watson, I mumbled. I walked out of the kitchen and started up the stairs. When I was halfway up, I yelled over my shoulder, I'm sorry you're such a terrible father! Then I ran to my room and slammed the door. <laughs> so, so yep. we're at about time. That's about the that's, end of the episode. That's the longest excerpt we've ever had <laughs> Well, read. I had to get to that. You know I had to get to that final line, because that's just Say it good. again, say it again. I'm sorry, Watson. Sorry, you're such a terrible father. Sorry, you're such a terrible father! <laughs> they're, they're action toys. <laughs> what, what, she says what's your biggest objection there? She says action toys, not action figures. Okay. That's true. She rainbow Bright is a honorable toy, by the way. Yes. <laughs> as someone who had a Rainbow Bright. as Did a, you? Yeah, of course. I never, I We've never talked had. about this Everyone before. had Rainbow Brights. I not, had a Rainbow not Bright. Mo- most boys probably didn't. I did. Uh, and that was me reading from the book... Uh, for the first time, but I should mention I read the comic book version, not the book, which Jessica just handed me, and I I was reading sight unseen, although what, the same scene is in the comic. What is the what is the toy in the comic? Because the Here's toy the has thing. to be updated. It's nope. Like, oh, Here's is it thing. like oh, your Fortnites? Nope. The book is the comic book is not updated. Uh, I should, we'll talk more about that at length. Yeah. Later. Why don't we Why we'll don't get we get the it. intro going? Let's uh, let's get it going. Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. It's me, Blake, the guy who just read. <laughs> I usually don't introduce myself, but since I read something and never said who I am, that's me. And you actually read the book this time. Wait, wait, before we go too Disclaimer. far. Disclaimer. Yeah. Wait, wait, uh, you look at some pictures this time. Hold on. Before we go too far, Josh, what kind of podcast are we? Uh, young adult podcast. A chapter book podcast this time. <laughs> okay. Technically, <laughs> not young that. adult. But way more beloved than most maybe of if the you're stuff. a young adult and you're reading these, like if you were 13, 14, maybe you're going to get a little bit bullied by your peers. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm guessing. I don't I, know. I probably stopped reading these when I was like 12. 11. Okay. Yeah. 12, that seems like around there. When you're about their age. When you discover VC Andrews, you're like, done with this babysitting bull crap. I, you're like, tired babysitting, <laughs> wired inbreeding. <laughs> Why are they not kissing their brothers? I mean, David Michael, David, come David, on, Christy. David Michael, hello. I think I, 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 something I think about with listening to music is like once you outgrow, once you're older than the musicians, mm-hmm. 
like this is mostly something i think about with pop punk is like i should not be listening to these like 22 year olds be like in their like nasally voice like sing about like girl problems mm-hmm. but sometimes you but you sometimes they still rock yeah yeah uh-huh. hey man sometimes you gotta listen to that new taylor swift even though she's taylor younger swift than is me. 30 she's still younger than me no but at a certain at a certain point <laughs> okay, it's fine. okay 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 yeah so when they reach their 30s it's fine yes but if they're like if they're halsey they're 25 you're like nope too young Unless they're still embarrassingly singing. They could be your age, but okay. if they're still singing the things they were singing when you were in high school. Yeah. Like, I haven't listened to a good Charlotte record in 20 years. Should have been should have been longer than that. Should have never listened to one. Why would anyone listen to good Charlotte? No but offense. I assume they're still like singing about like, like the lockers at school. I don't think they release anything now because they both married well. No, no, no. Right? They had an album like a year ago that I couldn't stop laughing about. It's, wow. It's called something like The Youth Defender. The Youth Defenders. No, it's... Uh, what's my uh, the it's, Youth Defenders have logged on. <laughs> uh, it's it's something crazy. Like, The Youth Authority? I don't know. Anyway, Jessica, talk, and I'll look this okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. Well, uh, today, um, in case you guys couldn't catch it from Blake's reading, we are actually reading about... It's, the first Babysitter's Club book, Christie's Great Idea yes. by Ann M. Martin. It's a month of number one. That's right. Cause first month of 2020. New year, new us, baby. New year, new series. <laughs> this time we're doing stuff that's popular. And Blake, like I said, read along, but... But I, in order to make it palatable for me, I did read a picture book version, the Babysitter's Club graphic novel by Raina Telgemeier. Mm-hmm. And what year... Uh, did you say what it's called? Christie's Great Idea. Mm-hmm. Did you say that part? Yes. What year did that book come out? Um, originally in 1986. Okay, so this graphic novel version. It says here, uh, text is copyright 2006 by mm-hmm. Ann M. Martin. Apparently, Ann M. Martin updated the text in 2006. Yes. And then Telgemeier here did the comic book in 2015. Are For you the fr- life of me, I don't know what was updated in Are, 2006. Uh, prob- they probably put in, like, cell phones and, like... No, no. Hell, hell to... Well, should we get... Because... Well... But before we get into that, okay. I just want to say... Wait. 2016, Good Charlotte released an album called Youth Authority. And then last year, they released an album called Generation RX. Nice. Wow. So, like, Listen, Xanax <laughs> Nation. NoFX already did that. They had an album called Pump, Pump Up the, the Valium. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> At least there's a... I'm putting clever in quotes here. A very no effectsy pun mm-hmm. there. Um, so there's no. You don't think there's any updates? Maybe she well, needed not to update in her. We'll not talk about it. Okay. Whenever we talk about the book, so. the whole plot centers around a phone and uh. It's it, not. It's not a celly. Not in the graphic novel. No. So in the graphic novel, <laughs> they have rotary phones in the graphic novel. I don't know. That's a they rotary have phone, but it's a wired phone. in the graphic novel. The reason. That they have their meetings in Claudia's room is because she's she the only one with a phone in a room. That's the it's, same for in the 80s and 86. It, yeah. should, it should be she's the only one that's allowed to have a cell phone. Like, that's an but obvious. I, I'm fine with them keeping it in the eight. Like, G.I. Joe's and Rainbow Bright, those are in he, those are in the graphic novel as well. It's not Those are not toys that so exist is it not, anymore. So is it not set in the 80s? Not in this book, as far as I can tell. I mean, there are no cell phones. That girl would not Honestly, have purple hair if I it was think the it's, 80s. That's I think the only it's kind of. I think it's kind of supposed to be set in a timeless non-determinate yeah. time. I okay. get that, but there are definitely no cell phones in this. No non- cell phones, but she still references GI Joes and Rainbow Brights, which were '80s toys. Yes, and anyway. very cool. To- Back when we had real very, toys. very yeah. good action yeah. toys. Yeah. Before we dive too much, because I did write down some of the differences that I noticed in the text and the graphic novel, because yes. I read both. So we'll talk about that. But before we go any further, Josh, 
What's your theme beer this? So uh, there wasn't called any babysitter themed beer. What? Shockingly, yes, I know. I always you, sh- did. You ask? So no one took our idea last time when we suggested a babysitter <laughs> beer. Mothers, what you doing? Yeah, come on, man. Okay. Uh, so this is called Death by King Cake. And oh, I I, I think I get it. It's because it's my birthday. That's no, right. Well, here's how I tie it into the book. Okay, well, it is I was, your birthday. I was thinking because they, when they have that party. The first thought I had, because they do plan a party at some point in this book. They're going to have their, their babysitter's party to mm-hmm. celebrate. And I was like, yeah, they got cake. And then I was like, oh, no, they were getting pizza. It was going to be a pizza party. And in my brain for half a second at the liquor store, I said, can I find a pizza uh, flavored beer? <laughs> I wish that was like, real. I, I really I thought that. And I like scanned around. I was like, no, that's not something that I'm, exists or no. should exist, frankly. But. It is your birthday, and this is your birthday episode, obviously. But I think Death by King Cake uh, beer works on a couple of levels. The birthday level and Death by Cake relates to this book because our babysitter, oh. Stacy, has, has no, the time. Oh, no, spoiler, no, spoiler, 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 spoiler. It's a podcast no, about up. the goddamn... Shut up. We have to get there, man. We got to build up to You it. let him read one this. book and he tries to give the big twist away right. at the beginning. All I'm saying That's is... That's the only twist in this book. It's not a twist-heavy book. It's, 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 not a twist. even, it's not a twist. Uh, did you see it coming? It's an issue that is brought up. Let's just say okay. it's a bit of a surprise. Death by cake. When you get there, you'll know. <laughs> it's also, can I say the brewery is yeah, yeah, yeah. Oscar Blues Brewery. And it's spelled the same way I spell my cat's name, which is O-S-K-A-R. So interesting. And he's gone, but he's been acting a fool tonight. He's always acting a fool lately. So um, I guess before we dive into the book, I did do some research on BSC. And I'd like to share some of it with you guys tonight. <laughs> Please. So... Babysitter's Club was published between 1986 and 2000. In 2000, they retired the series. Dang. During that time, it sold 176 million copies. Anne M. Martin wrote the first 35 books in the series. Subsequent novels were written by ghostwriters, which is something else that will come up against in Sweet Valley High. So Babysitter's Club was created because an editor at Scholastic named Jean Fywell, probably messing up that name. Sorry, Jean. Probably she was, dead. She's probably dead now. <laughs> probably. She was surprised, or he could be a he. Um, they were surprised by the popularity of a book called Ginny's Babysitting Job. And they realized, hey, <laughs> there's a market for books about girls babysitting. So something that relates to something people that age are actually doing is yeah. something they could be interested in. Shocking. <laughs> Crazy. So um it was originally planned as a four-novel series. I guess there would be one book for each babysitter, right? So a book that focuses mm. on each girl. Not enough. Is, is that the fir- what the first four are? Yes, because after Christy's big idea is Claudia and the Phantom phone call. Christy's great idea. Sorry. Christy's great idea. Thank you. And then I will say, great idea, Christy. Yeah, not bad. Uh, I have some thoughts about that later. We'll get to. Think of something better, Blake. This I'm not, guy. I'm this not guy saying, over here. Crapping on no, women's no, 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 ideas. No, no. no I, it, is a, it is a great idea. I think the problem is that I don't understand business, and I don't get their model, and you're going to have to explain it to me I like will, I'm a baby. I will do that. <laughs> explain like it to me. Like I'm a six-year-old. No, no, no. But say it But say it like I'm a baby, because it's funny. <laughs> I, I wish Denzel in Philadelphia had just kept saying, Listen, explain to me like I'm a little right. baby. Goo goo gaga. <laughs> tell, tell me about HIV like I'm a little baby. Guys, we are really doing some 20-year-old <laughs> Philadelphia jokes here. He's We're talking about, very talking about babysitter's club, very so relevant. they should know. I, I guess it, yeah. 
Um, okay, I'm trying to think of all the books. So, Christy's Great Idea, Claudia and the Phantom, Phone Calls, Stacey. The Truth About Stacy. Ooh, what's the truth about Stacy? Ooh. Well, I'm not going to tell well, you. I know, the tr- I know the truth. It's at the end of this book. You won't let me spoil it. There's probably a new truth. She has a boyfriend is what I'm guessing. She stole someone's boyfriend. Okay, you're not going to tell I'm me. not going to tell you. Is Stacy Mr. And Ms. number Steel four is man? probably like Marianne and her super controlling dad. I cannot remember <laughs> what that book is called. Because poor Marianne was always kind of the blandest character to me. But we'll we'll get back to that. Um, so. Marianne and the Great Romance. Ooh. There we go. I think it's between her dad and someone else's mom. So then do they just keep shuffling? So I'm sorry. I'm just looking to the back of this. Mm-hmm. So they keep shuffling through like it's this person, this person, this person? Yeah, they just kind of alternate perspectives. So you have your favorite sitter sitters. and you're going to get it every fourth time? I don't think it's necessarily in that order every time. Okay. But yeah. So when the book was moderately successful, they ordered two more. And then as the book series grew in popularity, they ordered 12 more, and then it just kept going. So there were 213 novels by the time the book's publication ceased in 2000. And even though this contradicts what I saw earlier in the series, Martin estimates she wrote 60 to 80 of them. So, whatever. Estimates? Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't even know. Yeah. So when you're in that zone, when you're, just, <laughs> just, you're writing sitting adventures. Look, she was just doing some drugs and carrying <laughs> that stuff out, just it's, typing it it's out. It's like Stephen King and his like cocaine like yeah. heyday when Look, he was writing like carrying everything. Thirty like, through forty were not good. I was coked out of my mind. <laughs> no, no, those are the best ones. She's like Christy had the greatest idea. <laughs> Uh, in addition to babysitting, we're also going to be doing a little something extra to make money on this. Number side. thirty-five, Christie's big score. <laughs> Um, yes. So, there were also several spinoffs to the series. There was a series called Babysitter's Little Sister, and that had 122 books. What's the premise? I, I will say that, this. That That's follows. a lot. Jesus. One time, I I had one of the, the store, and I was like, hey, Jessica, do you want this? And she was like, uh, the baby sister? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm above that baby goo goo gaga shit. I was like, no, thank what you. is the... Because I know nothing about the Babysitter's Club. That like, follows... Uh, Christie's stepsister, the little stepsister, the oh, very talkative. Is she, is she still so she's a very sweet girl one. in this? Well, she's seven. But is she in those books? Is she? I'm doing a thing Look, with my hands to make someone big. I didn't read like, that goo goo gaga baby shit. Okay, so don't know. <laughs> but what does she have her own idea? Like, oh, I guess you don't know. I think it just follows she's her, selling like candy on the playground or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, like I think the first book is about her and the neighbor who she thinks is a witch. And so I think Ugh, it explores I can do it without a, exploring that It's more. kind of a teen paranormal thing. Kind of. <laughs> it's totally shifting gears. Uh, Christy's little stepsister investigates. That's what that's I what love it. Is. I love it. There was also a series called The California Diaries, and that followed Dawn, who is a babysitter that's introduced later During the, in the California series. craze of 1994. Right. <laughs> when she moved to California. Dad got a job for Google, so they had to move out there. <laughs> Made that up. Well, like, um, I, okay, I IBM. really yeah. Yeah. Uh, graphic novels were soon to follow. In 1990, there was a 13-episode series that aired on HBO Nickelodeon. HBO? Yes. Yeah, this was weird. Crazy. This was late on HBO. Like, right, it was the intro to Bill Maher's show. <laughs> it was the intro to Real Sex. Like, they started with Babysitter's everyone, Club, and then Real Sex 3 came on. And we watched an episode of this the we other did. night. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, they'll do a children's thing. Like, now they have Sesame, Sesame Street, Street for some reason. Mm-hmm. But I remember it, I think, from syndication on Disney and or Nickelodeon. Yes. Makes a lot more. Those are better homes for it. Yeah. I would say. And when we watched it, I recognized the theme song like immediately. Absolutely. And I, I was like, oh, I totally. Do you want to give I us a taste? This? Give yeah. us a taste of that theme song. Well, I have a. Can I have a, a new segment that's that's all mine? 
what is your segment going to be? What are you like, introducing? Kind of like a, a Blake's Blake's music Blake's. corners mm-hmm. or something. Okay. I've been workshopping names. Mm-hmm. But there's Blake's music corner. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. That's not creative though. No, but it's so my other my more creative one was is called Are You AirPods? Like the earbuds you wear. I get it. Yeah, no, yeah. we get it. We uh-huh. get it. Are, are you AirPods? Okay. Or Blake's music corner. I like uh, I like I both. Got. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So the the theme song and you if you were there at the right time you will immediately have nostalgia. They kind of <laughs> So this is the low quality show uh like a rip of the theme song from the show and very low quality cuz like these don't exist anymore except for like extremely low res YouTube videos. Can I say that everyone is listening to this uncompressed audio in their Airbuds, like they're not going to care, right? Like Blake yeah. is like doing a lot to like explain why <laughs> this audio is bad. No, like, I, it's not your fault. I'm about to do a comparison. That's mm-hmm. why. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Sorry. I'm about to do extremely high fidelity re-release. No. Uh, on the show, they always had them like talking and laughing over the opening theme, which I thought was kind of well. It, it's an interesting choice, but anyway, that's why you'll hear weird stuff okay. over it. I don't know. I like the style better. I don't like it. So they're like shopping. You can always count on me, and I can count on And you can on sing you. along if you want. Good times Not you, Jess. I mean the audience. Between. My friends will see me through. We'll be sharing wonderful times every day. All together singing our song, growing in every way. Say hello to your friends, babysitters, club. Say hello to the mm. people. Then that beat comes in. I like how I get a little bit more in my headphones. <laughs> I just blasted Josh's cans. So, yeah, that was that. Um, can, can I say this? without? Real I've never heard that before. Really? Mm-hmm. But it's automatically so familiar to me as just a relic of that era of that kind of song. Yes. Where I was like, yeah. Like, yeah, it's got a very catchy hook. They just don't make, you know, opening songs like that anymore. I could sing the Charles in Charge theme song it's, to you, and it's, it's just, they don't make Charles them like Charge that anymore. Charles in Charge are nice, Charles in Charge are yeah. and rights. Yeah. Right. But it's one of those things where uh, someone's, like, standing backwards, and they, like, turn around, like, <laughs> and they do that little spin, and they're, like, wearing a yeah. sweater, and they kind of smile at you. But and... imagine this playing over a montage of the girls walking down the street, mm-hmm. giggling, looking in shop windows, and the, the title... Uh, cards are are appearing no that's what i was picturing and it looked great yeah and it was great but i was the quality was bothering me so i was doing some digging and i was like why isn't there like a a good quality version of this apparently there was a album released based on music from the show or inspired by the show record store day last year you need you got it on that, <laughs> that would i that i would buy vinyl. it i would 100% i got that and i got it. the robin body talk those were the two i wanted <laughs> i already forgot it was called like music for your best friends or something like that i don't know okay the music of friendship or some shit okay friendship is magic i think but here's the here's the real cut okay, oh wow okay so this is high, high fidelity oh yeah this is not the same version, but it's the same song. This could be playing in my dentist's office as he listens to KGBX in 1998. This one, I think, kind of slaps. I am. Day. 
go read the comments on this on YouTube. It's worth the price. It's just a lot of guys being like, I'm just vibing right now. We're all doing, we are all doing the one hand on one ear. So we are the world? Yeah. And like bopping along, mouthing the So obviously that's no, a bop. Wait, 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 is that? Okay. Oh, it's a bop. Let's, we'll keep going. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's more, it's more of that. It's okay. More of the fine, same. fine, 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 fine. But I mean that, that hook do slap. Yeah. It's Babysitter's Club. Yeah. It's a good song. Nothing better. It's called uh, Say Hello to Your Friends. That's yes. the title okay. of the song. It's just as good as uh, the Golden Girls theme song. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it. I was trying to think of the name of the Golden Girls theme song and I can't know. Why can't I think of it? Uh, thank you for being a friend. Thank you. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I get Jeff. the similarities in titles, but mm-hmm. I think this kind of whips thank you for being a friend's ass. <laughs> well, yeah, it's younger and more sprightly. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They got yeah. that young energy, that young energy. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, stay tuned for more Blake's Audio Corner later, but that I just wanted to work that in. That's pretty good stuff. Thanks, Blake, for all your research. You're, you're very welcome. Mm-hmm. I, um, have, I have more. <laughs> so, for later. For later. To continue the legacy of the Babysitter's Club, in 95, the movie was released. That gave us Rachel Lee Cook and oh, um, Alex Mack. Do, do I Larissa, tell, Larissa do I tell my Babysitter's Club movie story now or later? Do you want to share it now? <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is a, a banger. Do you, wait, do you want to share that now or do I want to get into the future of the Babysitter's Club first and then come back we to need you? To do, we Someone need a whole at some segment. point, point at me and I'll tell the story. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Just don't use real names. Wait, I will not use a real name. I <laughs> do you want the trailer before or after? Because I've got it. <laughs> What trailer g- for the movie? I, I think we should do a whole segment on the B- BSC okay, movie. Okay, let's talk about the movie after you talk about the book. Okay, we're going to do a segment on the movie. Cut later. all this out. Sure, whatever. Okay. Let's. What? What is the? Just go through the. Like, what's the book? <laughs> you know what to do. Before okay, before we do that, we'll come back to the movie. Jess, we love those cliff notes. I you want to. Give us. You're welcome, but I want to talk about the future of Babysitters Club first. Um, oh, okay. Because, as you know, last time we talked about a Fear Street book, and there's going to be a Fear Street movie. Well, in 2019, Netflix announced that they are doing a 10 half hour episode series of Babysitter's Club. It, the showrunner is Rachel Schukert, who is a screenwriter for Glow and Supergirl. And the director will be Lucia and, and Aniello, who worked on Broad City. This is a dream team. But here's the thing. Christy's mom mm. is played. By Lori Laughlin. So Do you we're know, going to have to, I, we're have to no, wait a while for this. That's Christy's grandmother, Josh. <laughs> she comes in an episode like 50. Does Josh know? I don't know if Josh knows. Oh. Well, okay. I guessed Elizabeth? it in two guesses. Wait. Okay. Wait, wait. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Berkeley? No, Elizabeth is the mom's name. Sorry. Okay. I just didn't want to call her Christy's, it's Christy's mom. Christy's mom. Okay. Um, it's got it going on. 90s icon. Tiff, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. No. 90s icon Fran Drescher's the dance. No, <laughs> my first my first guess is who I think it should be Vanna White. Which my first guess <laughs> was icon. Rachel Lee Cook. Blake did guess Rachel. Oh, that's Lee a real, that's who it, uh, that's, that's who that's it should. Be. Okay, so well, she like didn't that. play oh, Christy. Uh, a Duff. No, you know, you know who it should be, Skylar Fisk. I don't know who that is. Um, she played Christy in the movie. Well, She's Sissy Spacek's daughter. Uh, can you give me a hint? Your favorite movie. Oh, Silverstone. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. great. That's great. I'll watch that show. So, yeah. Clues his own, Alicia <laughs> uh, Silverstone. Dougie Doug is from 
Cool Runnings is playing. <laughs> is playing. John Candy? <laughs> I assume all the uh, babysitters will be um, unknowns who will go on to have their own amazing careers. Probably, they all are like the... unknowns, but they all are related to rich executives all... and directors of Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hollywood people. Yeah. I guess we should just dive into the plot since we spent half an hour talking we about should. anything but the book. But I got another half hour to do on the, on the movie. On the movie? Okay. Yeah. This can be a long one. Okay. Well, actually, the book, um, I guess there's just there's no twists and turns. Like what I like there about is a this, twist. We've established okay. a twist. I guess it's there's one twist, twist, but it's not something that you have to it's highly telegraphed. It's not something that you have to relate every single detail of the book to get to. Like some books make you. It's a side story. It is. Anyway, they all have their own like little story going. Yeah, on. They do. which is yeah. good. And also, this book is just. This book, if you read any other Babysitter's Club book, you know that they all follow the same template, where it starts out following one of the babysitters. There's some minor conflicts or a storyline that gets set up. Then it cuts to alternating chapters where they each talk about one gig, one of their babysitting gigs, and it's written in like their handwriting like it is in the book. And then everything is all by the end. So... But it all, this, it's just this template from here on out. They kept those little diary entries in yes. the graphic novel as well. Yes. And even with like Claudia's misspellings and stuff yeah. like that. Just Claudia, cute. you idiot. Claudia. Oh, I love Claudia. Go By to, the way, if you were a babysitter, which one would you be? Oh, which girl or which babysitter are you? Yeah. That's uh, what I not one of the fashionable ones. The one that everyone goofs on a lot. Goofs on? Marianne? Stacey? Marianne. I... I was, She's I'm from a, a repressed household, so I would say you might be a Marion. <laughs> wow, that got too too hurtful. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> you're from a repressed household, so I would say you're a Marion. <laughs> Have fun, loser. <laughs> I'm a Marion who wishes she was a Claudia. Why no, we you... all want to be a Claudia. Wait, why are you a Marion? Because Marion is the uh, shy one. She's okay. The okay. introverted one. And yeah. that's me. Uh, I don't know. Repressed household. Uh, let's say troubled household. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm a Marianne in spirit. But we all want to be a Claudia because she's an artiste and mm-hmm. is very talented. Or a Stacy who is also very fashionable. And cool. Yes. And Stacy's just and like And has been cool. to the big city. Stacy knows all about The Big Apple. Know, I'm talking NYC. All about the Big Apple. Stacy comes to Stony Brook and she's like, I'm walking here. She <laughs> has been to plays. She's had an authentic New York slice. She had a she had a slice. Did you know you can buy it by the slice? She goes to Sabaro and says <laughs> and says, Give me it New York style. <laughs> I'm familiar with this already. She visits her dad in New York and they go to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> that, that was it. That was from the show. So is that, that like, the one we watched, Is that right? like yes. in the theme song, like her, like looking back from the set, like up top <laughs> this, of the Statue of Liberty? No, she visits her dad in New York and, and he's like, are you and your friends going to the Statue of Liberty today? It's like, yeah. you grew up here. Why are you doing like <laughs> tourist stuff? Why not? Sometimes you just went to the Oh, and also she went to see Guys and Dolls on Broadway. I remember She did. That. Everyone was really jealous that she guys got to go see Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls in yeah. the flesh. Um, Is that Sit Down and You're Rocking the Boat? Don't rock the boat, baby. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I have, rocking the, that's Guys and Dolls, right? Listen, I don't know. as I don't someone know who has never seen it, even though I like Marlon Brando You a lot, seem like you should be a theater kid, but you're not. We're not. I'm not. Here's, we, we're Hamilton heads. <laughs> that's about it. 
Uh, guys and dolls. I just imagine the Simpsons episode where they're like singing guys and dolls. <laughs> We're just a bunch of crazy guys and dolls. And that's what I imagine. Okay, I'm saying I'm right. I I'm, I'm imagining right Streetcar the musical. <laughs> I still don't ever want to see a streetcar named Desire because I like to picture it Stella. as the Springfield little theater version of it, I guess, where it's Ned Flanders. Anyway. I've seen the Marlon Brando movie. I think that I'm a Christie because I'm loud and bossy and I say things without thinking at all, but I have the heart of a Claudia. We all have a look. There are two <laughs> babysitters inside you. One is a Claudia. The other one is a wolf. I don't know what greater point I'm trying to make here, but it's an Internet meme. I don't OK, know. sounds good. Um, <laughs> Josh just refuses to even smirk at when I try to be funny. I like your little songs. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even mine, but I did rip them from the internet. Good job. Okay, we'll just dive into the plot then. So, yeah, what is Christy's great idea anyway? Anyhow? Well, it all started on the first Tuesday of seventh grade when it was so hot. It is so hot at so Stony Brook hot. Middle School, and there's no air conditioning. Wait, where's, where is this Stony Brook? Connecticut. Okay, not Connecticutville. But the real Connecticut. The real yeah, Connecticut. but it's all, it's all in the same. Yeah. So whenever the final bell rings, she yells, hooray. And her teacher's like, Christy. Let's, 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 not, let's get into Redmont and how much I hate him. Why did you hate him? I wrote down clown, all caps. <laughs> I wrote down clown emoji times five. Can, can you imagine like how big of a baby teacher you have to be to be like, cause, cause I, I taught. Mm-hmm. And I cannot imagine getting angry at a student who yells "Hooray!" because the bell rings. Let's let's break down what she does though. In a in a classroom full of silent children, she stands up from her desk. The bell rang. And the bell rang. And she, all all bets okay. are off. It's you're funny not, that, you're I, she's he she's not in your time anymore. It's her time. Okay, that it. I guess it's weird that no other students got up when the bell rang except for her. She was the only one who had any energy left. All the rest of those kids were just drained. She the thing is the sweating teacher, it out. Like th- this, this is an un like. I guess there are teachers like this, but this is an unrealistic version of a teacher because the teacher is just as excited to be done as the students, if not more. Right, like get out of here, you little scamp. Yeah. And why would you assign? So she has to write a one hundred word essay. He tells her she needs to learn decorum. De- yeah, right. Decorum the, in the class. The only time I ever remember disciplining a student for for uh, acting out in class in this way was I was long-term subbing and a student yelled in the middle of first period, Mr. Nett, have you ever had gay sex? <laughs> What's wrong with that? And I mean, Normal. I, and I was like, well, I have to send her to the office, right? Just to like... It was a girl? Yes. Oh, this is a hate... Oh, a girl? Yes. That doesn't this, seem like a... That's interesting. And, this is a hate crime. That, and, that child should be imprisoned. And it... There was the part of me that's like, this is really funny to, it is to funny. yell this out oh, at the teacher. It's funny. But I was like, if I do not discipline her, I'm going to lose control. Because I just taken right, over like right. that week. I'm going to lose control of this class forever. Mm-hmm. And so I sent her to the office and they like kicked her out of school for like, or they sent her to somewhere for like a week. Because oh. you, you can't say that to a teacher. <laughs> like, oh, you can't? <laughs> right. That's his brown upon? It was, it was a challenge of my authority. And even though I was not authoritative at all, and when in a different class wrote, Mr. Arnett is a pedophile, but misspelled, <laughs> they write, Why? P-E- Why are they doing these things to you? Because they, they thought they were funny. P-E-T-A-F-I-E-L. I just corrected the spelling and explained the, the root 
And the, <laughs> the prefix, like, pedo means child. File means lover. <laughs> you know, like, Josh uh, set, took the student aside and said, actually, I'm an ephemophile. Do you know what a ephemophile is? <laughs> <laughs> I'm none of these things, for the record. Skip it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, I do want to say the closest I ever came to an assignment like Christie's was in my seventh grade. It must be a seventh grade teacher thing. Mr. Page, I got caught passing a note. Ooh. Was it my note? What'd the note say? No. Oh, shit. I was passing it for someone else. I was a good girl. I got bad later on that year. But that point, I was still good. Yeah. I had to go home, and I had to write out by hand the 10th chapter in our textbook. So I had to write it out Ugh. all by hand. And like, you don't... Whatever chapter it was in our history It doesn't text. help you remember it, because you're not, like, thinking about it as you write it. You're just like... Duh, 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 duh. See, that's a lot. How pathetic is a 100-word essay, which is what he assigns to Christy? What I love is how she words. counts the words, because she writes it out by hand. This is pre-everyone having computers in their bedrooms and word yeah. processors. She counts the yes. words, realizes she's at 98, and just writes the end right. to fill in. I, I mean, love that. She didn't Smart. write, like, yeah. decorum is very, 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 <laughs> very important. I once got in trouble for saying to a teacher... They called us up on an intercom, mm-hmm. and she just kept calling me over and over. And I said, "I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm not deaf," <laughs> and and I got a week of detention for that. For kind of rude. I was a second grader though. For being I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm not deaf. Yes, because she just kept saying, "Joshua Arnett, your ride is here." You are suspended for being a uh, grumpy elderly man. <laughs> for being ableist, I think. Now. Yeah, that like, too. Like, well, back then that wasn't a thing. Right, no. They were like, that's not the problem. It's that you've challenged my authority. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway. I, think, I think Mr. Redmond is a clown. Okay. That, I can, I that's can my point, that. because I think she should be able to be excited about uh, school being yeah. over. Listen, school sucks, dude. It's just Get kind of funny it. the way they stage it anyway yeah. i prefer if she had said hey mr redmond have you read gay sex that's well that's actually the updated version yeah. <laughs> she it's written by a woman who was 40 so this is what she thinks school is like now anyway i um, know there, there are teachers that are that big of babies so i don't she probably was there that i big don't of a baby. i don't put it past mr redmond to do that so after she gets scolded by mr redmond she races home because she realizes it's her day to babysit her little brother david michael and she is going to be late um, so she and Marianne, her best friend, race back to her house to beat him home. But he is already there waiting for them. And at first I thought he peed his pants because he was like, I had to go to the bathroom and I don't have my key. Um, Why is he such a little baby? He's such a baby. He's, he, how old is he supposed to be? Seven? I don't know. But it's like, who here's, cares that you beat her home? My other thing is how privileged are these kids that their mom, I have a I, bone to pick. She's a single mother. I don't know what job she has, but she has... Three boys and a girl. She has four kids. They should be there every day watching that kid. She should never have to get a babysitter. I don't understand never. this at all. As a so, child, like my sister had to babysit me. Yes, it's 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 madness yeah. to me that she's going to pay someone to watch these kids and let, and, then, and let them go get money. It doesn't make sense. Just and, pay them. And then the other thing is there's even a point where Stacy goes to babysit the little brother. Right, right. And the older brother shows up. And she's like, I should leave now because and you're here. It makes no, no sense. And, and he's, he's like, like nah, 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 girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to be responsible right now. I'll let you do that. <laughs> you, you, uh, why don't we just all play uh, Candyland? Candy a Candyland tournament. You can Very eyeball exciting. me if you want to. We can, we'll flirt a little We're, bit. We'll flirt. It'll You'll be but paid. The thing. deal is that even if they're home, if it's not their day to babysit. Right. The mom still pays a babysitter, and that to me is ludicrous. It's madness. It it is. Mad- I, I didn't understand any of it. You're wasting your money. You're throwing. You're throwing your money away. You should order your children to babysit 
You're, I babysat or, myself. Or you know what I did whenever my mom would let me stay alone and my sister was in volleyball? I had to sit in the gym during her practice. Yeah. And I would read a book. That's, that's, that's more what realistic. you do. I think that's Jessica was being uh, uh, babysat by the babysitter's club because her <laughs> sister was too my busy. My sister was too busy. Couldn't couldn't babysit me. I think, I mean, I was allowed to stay at home alone eventually, obviously. what? A- let's go around the horn. What age were you allowed? When did you start babysitting? Did you have everyone have younger? No, you did, right? What? A younger sibling? He had a stay-at-home mom, I though. I have a younger sibling, no, oh. old, no older sibling. You had a stay-at-home mom, though. Yeah, my Sometimes mom was might usually there. We had a babysitter only a few times if my mom had to do something. But I think I was kind of in in charge, not in charge, but uh, left home alone with my sister fairly early. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like we were being babysat until we were in our teens or something. Yeah, I think I was like... Maybe 12. My brother's older, but sometimes he was gone. I remember being home alone when I was like 11, fifth grade. No, sixth grade. Sixth now. grade. I was sixth grade. Yeah. I, I could come home. My parents both worked. That sounds right. I think in fifth grade, I still had to go, if my sister had volleyball, I still had to go to the gym. Like I would, because the, the elementary was right next to the high school. So I would just walk over to the high school and I had like a little bit of money. I could buy a Coke and I would just sit there and read. Yeah. While my sister was in volleyball and then we would get home together. But- yeah, about sixth grade, I would stay home by myself, okay. I think. I, I will say, I did have a big problem with the way that this was all doled out. I just thought that was very, and, like, how spoiled are these right, kids? Right, they, they should have always been watching this. The mother should never have had to pay for a babysitter. Even though I, I'm, I know the babysitters made absolutely nothing, but back then. Yeah, it was very weird how they did play kind of like musical chairs with babysitters yeah, a lot. Yeah. Like, But they did, some of the, they did have after school stuff, so I understood yeah. that. Yeah, but, but that's, but you know, your your little brother can come and hang out where you are. Right. If you have a football practice, he can stay in the gym while you tackle fake things. I don't know what football practice is like. I don't care. You run into so, that you tackle fake things. You yeah. got you nailed it in one. A tackling I'm guessing. sled. I think it's called a sled. <laughs> okay, I like that. Speaking of little Jessica, mm-hmm. I don't want to let this go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need to see that picture that you mentioned of little Jessica in her childhood room with her babysitters club paraphernalia. Mm-hmm. Can you describe that again? <laughs> were there dolls, by the way? Were there oh, uh, oh, no Barbies? By paraphernalia, I mean I had a bookshelf where you can clearly see all my Babysitters Club books lined up behind me, nice. and then on the wall I have a Babysitters Club poster with all the girls, like little oh, little so cute. drawings of the girls and like little stats about each girl. Stats <laughs> like it's baseball cards. <laughs> when she said paraphernalia, Chris- I thought she meant she had a BSC bong. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> be, a, that'd be cool. This is my paraphernalia. Of- this is my Don Bong. <laughs> you don't know Don yet, but I, I knew her oh, when, I, okay. when I looked through the back for future ones. It's like, mm-hmm. who is Don? I think Claudia would be the coolest bong. It'd be all like artsy and shit. Um, it makes more sense for Dawn because I think she's the hippie. True. Okay. True. True. Okay. True. True. But I haven't met her yet. I've only read number one. So as we were talking about this babysitting fiasco, that's where Christy's great idea comes from. There's a yeah. day when her mom needs a babysitter because the babysitter who normally comes canceled, and Christy can't do it because she's already babysitting for another family, and her brothers immediately are like math club. Oh come on, math, math club. club. Yeah. What a dork. Or football practice. Cool guy, and cool guy. <laughs> David Michael can go to football practice. How about that? That's what I would say. You can or take David club. Michael. So as her mother is sitting there calling babysitter after babysitter to find someone to watch David Michael because her children are spoiled, 
she a little light bulb pops up oh. above Christy's head. Our favorite capitalist, Christy, gets an idea. <laughs> and her idea is to have a place where a parent can call at a designated time and reach four experienced babysitters. And the four babysitters. Well, she thinks three experienced babysitters. Well, three. That's right. Because yeah. the babysitters are her, her best friends, Marianne and Claudia. They all live on the same block. They've all been babysitting kids in the neighborhood Ex- for a long time. them from time. New York. They all know each other. They're all friends. It's just no secrets. Nobody has a disease. idea. That way, you know, if you're having this problem, you have to call 50 people. You just call one number. Is the whole thing, is the whole great idea just that it saves you time on phone calls? And it... Ha- no, it, it's not... Like, don't condescend to this idea. I think it's a, I'm not, I think it's I'm a not. very good idea. Poor I'm not. Kid. I'm not going all out and calling it a great idea. But it's one central number to call. Mm-hmm. You you can you don't have to do this like telephone game of That's what calling. I'm saying. It yeah. saves And up. then the the girls can and, consult you know, their schedules. Yeah. And they can say, "Okay, Marianne's busy, but Claudia has time. She doesn't have art class then. We'll send Claudia on over." It's brilliant. So it's like you're calling a temp agency or something rather yeah. than mm-hmm. just looking for freelancers here and there. Yes. yes. But what do they... It's like going to ZipRecruiter.com. And now what I want to say, if I could take a moment. Yeah, take yeah, a moment. Yeah. Now, this is part of the regular podcast. We're not paid for this. No, yeah. But, I just uh, want to plug ZipRecruiter.com. Josh, are you hiring? Uh, for, uh, for, I want to look for great resumes. And what I do is... Josh pays ZipRecruiter for no good reason. Um, what I wanted to know was what do the girls of the BSC get out of this? Jobs. Mm-hmm. And it, it, but wouldn't they get these jobs... Anyway, not no. necessarily because if they, they if, number one, they advertise themselves. They put flyers all over the neighborhood and the corresponding neighborhoods. So now they've got the flyers out. They're they doing put, the promo. They put an ad in the newspaper, so they're expanding. Right, and also the names on getting out there. Yeah, they're they could, they're putting their name on the streets. They yes. could each <laughs> they could each do these things individually. That's so much more. I don't know if you're playing devil's advocate or if you're being a fucking dumbass man. Look, listen, <laughs> I. Regarding finance, capitalism, economics, I am stupid as shit. Ask just okay, <laughs> but I, I'm being very serious. Like, it makes so much more sense for you to do it as a unified. Like, do you have, know how union works, Blake? They're unionizing. <laughs> They're not bargaining. They're not using a bargaining power. Uh, I'm guessing at some point. Um, I I'm think guessing at some, some point ooh. in the future, it's like there might be the some girls wage negotiations. Yeah, yeah. Do they agitate for higher wages at some? Because that would be a book should, right there. That would be them. Going on strike against that, we're gonna not babysit your children. No. Maybe that's it's, a good book. Yeah. See, maybe it's just because I'm only one book in, and they didn't do anything to kind of improve their own situation. But also, here's the thing: is like as as the club develops, there are other things perks that develop with along with it. For example, Christy has another idea after her weird uh, babysitting experience. This does okay. This does help. create a log yeah. where they record all the things that happen with their babysitting. That way they can let each other know, like, hey, this dad is creepy. Hey, this kid has weird problems. Hey, Pinky and Muffy are dogs, not kids. Whatever. <laughs> because that some way- maniac called a babysitting <laughs> service assuming yeah. they would do pets. Yeah. So that way they have a resource that they can consult so they know about the family and the children and what to expect when they're babysitting. Like, it, look, yeah. like you I work there that. now. You work I, there. I get you're, it. You're uh, flipping through and you're like, oh, a witch lives next door. Do I want to babysit for this person? You're going you're gonna to want to know about that witch. You want to know the witch is there. 
And by being a part of the club, you get access to this mm-hmm. sort of encyclopedia of <laughs> babysitting. Yeah. Yes. I mean, now it would be like on a Yelp for the Babysitter's Club, right? Ghost so. in the Attic, that kind of thing. <laughs> now it would be here in late capital. Pansy Dad. Watch out. It would be some sort of gig economy deal where some Silicon Valley shithead exploits a bunch of, of team <clears throat> workers. Uh, mm-hmm. To work for less than yes. minimum wage. That's mm-hmm. what the Babysitter's Club would be today. But but they're not doing that. It'd be the Babysitter's they're app. They're doing it themselves. It'd, all, it'd be on our if, phones. If, if, okay. If the Babysitter from, what was the book we read? The R.L. Stein book? It wasn't called The Babysitter. It was, was called it? The Babysitter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. If, if she had been warned... She would have known, hey, murderer. there's a, this. He he doesn't murder. You know, he beats and Holy murders shit. babysitters. And that's in the book. You're like, I'm going to ask for a little bit more. <laughs> I'm going to ask for a little bit Look, more money not, for this job. I'm not going to turn down the job. Right. But I am going to ask for a premium. We are the BSC. We don't refuse jobs. That's actually not in their thing at all. <laughs> we refuse no job. No, they, they do refuse jobs. <laughs> we'll work for They any... do eventually refuse to babysit for the, the dogs, the dogs again. Yeah. So well, because they, they they're do... technically not and human children. children. Yeah. No, I guess she doesn't refuse to uh, babysit for her. She refuses to babysit for, for her mother. What? But I like the yeah. scene where she's told that she'll be babysitting for uh, one child. She shows up and the mom is like, uh, by the way, here's 20 other kids. Is that, that was Claudia. Cool? You're getting way ahead of yourself here. I'm just saying I like the scene. It's it a good funny. scene. It's a good scene. It's like, are you and shitting Claudia me? Handles it like a pro, like a professional. She should have asked for, for She a should. Bonus. It should yeah. be like, I didn't sign to uh, be a nursery worker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Exactly. You ask, you asked for So more. initially that's what I thought they were gonna do. It's mm-hmm. like bring them to us. We'll have four people in one centrally oh, located place. I got you. That's a better idea. Because then you can then you're running a nursery. Then actually the government but, might get involved. Yeah, in like and one. also at yeah. that point you would have to I mean, what's their availability? There's gonna be open Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like parents would have to schedule around these weird times that these kids have available. Yeah, I guess so, you'd have to I'd assume yeah. that they with the, they'd have enough people they'd always be open yeah. after school. Um, okay, so that's her great idea. We've got off on tangents here. But so she gets excited and she flashlight signals her idea to Marianne, who lives next door to are her. Are they doing Morse code or what? Are they? It's a code they made up. I'm thinking it's similar to Morse code. Oh, I but think it's like because, air traffic control. Yeah, Marianne can't talk on the phone past a certain time. Her dad is very controlling. Marianne can also only wear her hair in braids. She can't wear it in any other style. Um, Rachel Lee Cook, they not my Mary. She can't wear nail polish either. Can't wear I, nail polish. Side note: No, she, Rachel Lee Cook didn't wear the braids, but her bob haircut in that is kind of is kind of a mood. I think okay. in that movie. Anyway, so okay. but Mary, we we learned that Marianne's dad is a widower. Widow, widower, widower. Yeah. yeah, I was right. Okay, the first time. Can I clarify Christie's great idea? Uh, uh, an important plot point though mm-hmm. it centers or, or well they also decide to have these uh BSC we haven't gotten meetings. that far yet so I you're, that you're was, fine. i thought that was part of the original idea no we haven't gotten that far yet well can i say it she still hasn't even they did where they decide to have the meetings no you no because we haven't gotten that far right. yet she hasn't even told claudia about okay. it we're on page 15 right God. now <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> we can skip around have Wait, you ever heard a podcast listen I don't want to confuse our listeners who might have never read this book. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they're all scratching their heads. <laughs> like, what? what? So the thing with David Michael is that it's decided that he will go with Christy while she babysits, which as a parent, I'd be like, I don't want David Michael at my house, Christy. She asks, though. I know. Yeah. I was being. 
But I would stupid. be a, I would be a little bit like David Michael is. I'd a, be a little bit has like I guess so. Okay. He likes GI Joes. <laughs> so um, Marianne meets uh, with Christy while she's babysitting, and they decide to tell Claudia about the club, even though recently there's been some distance with Claudia. Let me tell you why. Yes. Um, well, this year she had to go and start growing up faster than us. She's wearing a bra, and the way she talks. Come on. You'd think boys had just been invented. <laughs> Someone's what? a little boy crazy. Oh, and don't even get me started on the makeup. We haven't gotten that far. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> That's page 16. I will, say, I will say, in Blake's defense, I have boys' makeup See? underlined She's got, here as I a have flash. Claudia's She's got a cake first on. outfit, page 25. And I also have the word. I see that exotic. Yeah. I have Christy's that. Is very yeah. Yeah. Christy's very rude throughout this book. Is that fair to say? No, that's her thing. She, she's blunt. Her she thing is she's that. rude as shit mm-hmm. and blunt. And who did you say you were? Christine. Okay. She's yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Jess. <laughs> she straight up tells Claudia she's looking like a clown because of this makeup. <laughs> and I said the clown is Mr. Redmond. <laughs> <laughs> I still stand by that, Josh. Good, good. Um, so they go meet Claudia at her house and they explain the project. Um, that's when we also meet. Uh, Janine, who is Claudia's know-it-all mm. genius sister who is constantly correcting grammar and they are always trying to hide from her so they don't have to talk to her. She's so, the stereotype. I guess. So they explain the club to Claudia and Claudia's like, hey, let's use my house because you know what? I have my own phone line. So What doesn't Claudia have? Come on. Exactly. She's, she's got, got it all. Looks. She's got cool clothes. She's got artistic talent. Artsy room. She's, she's got, got makeup. She's got pink bangs in the in the comic book. Literally has snacks hidden all over her room. Peanut M&Ms under her pillow. Girl does not gain a pound. So this got it all, all that all hinges on Claudia having a phone line, mm-hmm. a corded phone, telephone mm-hmm. in her bedroom. This means nothing now. Right. Mm-hmm. There is no update. There hasn't been an update of that in these different versions. Did we have? Did we talk about this before we recorded? No, we hinted at it. Because again, like the solution is she's the only one that's allowed to have a cell phone. Yeah, and that's I get that. But also now we're kind of in an age where there's no such thing as that. Like, okay, it, fine. They they do it online. The other ones they can't have. Uh, I'm not uh, asking you to rewrite media it. accounts. I'm not saying you have to. The redo parents it. are really strict and worry about creeps, as they should be. Look, okay, yeah, that, that's her fair. TikTok blows up. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? So happen. she gets a lot of stuff. They they can't get followers. They've been trying to get followers. No one cares. But Claudia TikTok us at BSC TikTok. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. Just them, it's just them doing dances. Yeah, right. So anyway, uh, back to the story. Uh, it Claudia. Claudia does hinge on the phone. So Claudia suggests that they include her friend Stacy, who is new from New York City, and they agree to meet the following day. So they meet the following day at Claudia's house. Um, That's where we learn about Claudia's stash of candy. How does she describe uh, Stacy to them? Did you write that? She says she's really cool. She's from New York City. Well, yeah, like, that's all you need to know. New being York from, City. Being and, from New York City is a personality, and that's all. Right, I mean. yeah, yeah. And they instantly, <laughs> like, or feel lesser than. They're like, well, how can you? we compete? No, yeah, I feel lesser than these children in this, uh, these 12-year-old babysitters. Mm-hmm. This may be in a second, but they say, they look like models. We look like second graders. I had that. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who looks like models? Claudia, Claudia and Stacy. Oh yeah, they're 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 the fashionistas. Mm-hmm. Yes. These, these other two are babies. But I mean they but they also have the same kind of it's that that split in that age group 
where some people mature a little faster. Mm -hmm. So they're interested in boys and makeup. And I think even in this book, like basically Marianne and Christy just gave up dolls like the summer before seventh grade. It's pin 15 yeah, again, as we is. reference constantly. Love it, it is. Love but they, they, I was that girl too, where right. I played Barbies up until seventh grade. And when I was in junior high, I was like, guess I have to give this up now. Like reluctantly, like, I still wanted to play with my Barbies. There was a part of me. Shaking, I love these toys. Shaking as I put my Ninja Turtles away for the last time. I just hid them in my closet. I did not get rid of them. They just stayed there and no one could see and them. Where are they you, now? You waited long enough oh, they went to brought them back out. No, my mom got rid of them in a garage shell. I will never forgive her. And then I, I, but it's okay. I made up for it by buying thousands of dollars worth of new ones. That's right. Okay. So they are all excited. They agree that um, Stacy joins the club, of course. Claudia designs the um, iconic, can I say, Ooh, let's talk about Babysitter's this. Club logo. So I'm, yeah, coming in, I'm like, mm -hmm. this is iconic. And when she's creating, I'm like, oh no, I know what it's going to be. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not going to be that warthog. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone wants a warthog is the logo. What? what? Yes. What? Uh, yeah. Okay. I love, okay, I love this. So the the baby block, mm -hmm. the alphabet block logo that we all know from the Scholastic books mm -hmm. is from the text. It's straight from the text mm -hmm. because Claudia, the graphic designer that she is, deftly explains that you can only see three surfaces of a cube as in a baby block at any given time. And I'm thinking... Her visual spatial skills are through the dang roof. Yeah. <laughs> Three sides. B S C. The logo makes itself. And I thought that was genius. Mm -hmm. I just like Very that smart. detail. Smart girl. They elect their club of officers. Christie's the president. Claudia is vice president because she has the phone. They even it, say that. I love it. It's just like a dib system. It's like, I have phone, vice pres. Um, I think Marianne's like, can I be secretary? Because I like to write stuff down. That's basically how that works. And Stacey's like, I like money. Treasurer So here. here's where I wrote Stacey Treasurer. Hmm. Because I had not read this before. And we know there's something mysterious going on with her mm -hmm. and her family. Yes. And I oh, thought, God. I thought she was going to extort the funds because she needed it for some kind of family thing. I thought that was the... That was okay. the. Okay. That was. I, I, thought, I thought you were going she, a different direction. No, that's what I thought was gonna. I, <laughs> she, uh, 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 Stacy's drug problem. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, my idea was worth skipping. <laughs> okay, uh, but I thought that that's where the book was going because mm -hmm. there's a mystery around around her. Yeah. And what she's so mysterious because she'll leave. But she's and, very obvious about it because. But it's always involved food. Yeah. Right. Anytime food so, is mentioned. She'll deny food when Claudia is passing around ho-hos and ding-dongs and peanut M&Ms. It's always sugary so snacks. Here's and there's that one point where she's like, uh, I got to go home. I, uh, I for, uh, forgot to do something and leaves and comes back 20 minutes later. So and, here's yeah. what I thought. I thought her family was much poorer than she made it out and that she couldn't afford food and she didn't want to act like she needed food. Mm, and that, that was it. And so she was going to steal money. That's a little, that's like Occam's razor, that shit. That's too much. I went for the I sandwich. realized that when I got to the end, I was like, okay, I've been it's over. Like, the been very over obvious the one is the one. Okay. Yeah. But me writing mysteriously leaves. Hmm. Although, can I say what my first guess actually was? Hmm. My first guess of what her deal was. was Never lived in New York. Same. Lying. Well, that too. I thought that too. Like all children, she lied about living in New York <laughs> uh, and having an uncle that worked for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. We all did that. I think it's Christy who says, oh, you're anorexic, aren't you? And mm -hmm. I, that's what I thought she was because she is very uncomfortable around uh, the food. Mm -hmm. But that didn't turn out to be it. No. So anyway, back to the story. 
So let's pick up with a man named Watson. We haven't talked about Watson yet. Watson is the, come to find out, very wealthy, affluent man that Christy's mother is dating. Christy hates Watson. It's a typical preteen hate my... uh, I can, my sister is a Christy too. And let me tell you why. She's so, such a Chris. Well, is she a tomboy? N- no, but l- I'll get to that in a second. So there's the whole you scene. You got to tell that story. Yeah. There's the whole scene that Blake read about. Yep. That was my opener. About an argument that happened at dinner. Watson brings Chinese food for the whole family. And Christy loves Chinese food. But what does she do? She makes herself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> Absolute brat. Like, I'm not eating this. How about PB&J? And he's, like, really disappointed. He's like, I thought you liked Chinese food. That'd be like if someone brought me pizza, my favorite food. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, I have ramen here. Uh, I'd rather eat that. I, so I started dating uh, someone named Splinter. And he has four sons. And this tracks. I have mm-hmm. brought a pizza because I know they love pizza. <laughs> and all four of them, I take it to their house in the sewer. And all four of them go, no, we don't like pizza. I can't believe you're dating someone that lives in a sewer. Well, he, he's also a rat. <laughs> OK, weird. Uh, and they don't they won't even eat the pizza. We're they, on a diet. All four of us. <laughs> you should have known that we're lactose intolerant. You're we a terrible, terrible, offensive. possible stepfather. How dare you offer me pizza? Yeah. You knew that. And this is the night where they get into the argument about that Blake read, which was the action toys. And then Christy yells at him that he would know more if he wasn't such a horrible father. Now, he so, he does seem to be spending a lot of time away from his children at his lonely mansion. Well, his wife has part-time custody. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. She has, like, you, okay. you learn that he's a good dad. He's True. a good dad. He's a good guy. And Christy is real mean. So my sister, let me tell you my sister's Christy story. Call her out. Okay. Get her. Monica, we're name coming names. Oh, you did name names. So I'll bleep when that, I was like, but she knows who she is. I remember this vaguely because I was pretty young. I was like five, and Monica would have been ten. So I guess a little bit younger than Christy's age, but still old enough to maybe know better. Oh yeah. But my mom was dating a guy named Dwayne, and our lives could have been so much differently if mom had married Dwayne. But <sighs> the, the rock, like country. we could have had a fucking two income household, like crazy. Anyway, they dated for a little bit, but every time he came over. Monica would go in her room, refuse to talk to him. At one point, she invited her friend Autumn over, and they laid in their bedroom, and they just screamed the whole time, I hate Dwayne. Dwayne is ugly. Go away, Dwayne. We hate Dwayne. Dwayne is ugly. What the fuck? Like, for hours. And my mom had to call my aunt to come get Monica and Autumn and drag them out of the house. Anyway. Imagine doing that with your your friend. You know what I mean? Like they were entitled shits. But I'm just so, saying like if if my friend had me over and like I don't like this this guy, I would be like Hey, you very, yell on your own. I'm not yelling yeah, with you. Yeah, that's I'm weird, dude. It's like you're an asshole. Did, did she have any reason for this hatred? Just typical childish just bullshit. Just teenage angst. Just the same Pre-teenage thing like Christy. Angst. Pre- she okay. was like 10. Pre- preteen Oh, 10? Yeah, cuz I was like 5. Good grief. Here's I, what I'm saying. I could not like uh, as a single man uh, who would 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 date a single mom? You'd be scared the fuck away, right? I would. That would scare yeah. me off. Oh yeah, yeah. he was totally scared away. Like and I would be like, they think so, I'm. They think this I'm is ugly? a guy who was a good guy. He liked my mom a lot, and he was really, really good to me and Monica. He'd bring us gifts. I remember because I was the good child. Guess who got to go see Who Framed Roger Rabbit in Hell the yeah. theater with Dwayne oh. and my mom? It wasn't just like a one-on-one thing. That'd be <laughs> yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> this girl right here. Yeah, not the one who's, in the theater who's screaming. I hate Dwayne all through Roger Rabbit. 
Exactly. Oh, Mon- that'd be funny. Monica. <laughs> it'd be funny if you kick them out for doing that. Like, oh, no, you three can stay, but I need her to leave. <laughs> the one that the Alamo Dwayne. is like. <laughs> the Alamo. Anyway, yeah. so I'm just saying our lives could have been on completely different trajectory if Monica had not been an asshole and had let my mom date men. That is some. Who would have loved us as their own children. And. That's dark. That is dark. Your mom should never forgive My Monica. mom never really dated again. She should never forgive her own daughter. And this was where my mom was like young and hot. Yeah, anyway, so whatever. <sighs> Dwayne, RIP to Dwayne. Well, yeah, I, I sh- hope he's still alive. Shout out, Dwayne. Hope you're doing well. Seriously, Dwayne. Uh, what if Dwayne's like Dwayne, dating a supermodel? My, I hope. I hope all the I best hope, for Dwayne. Uh, yeah, seriously. After like, that bullshit. Dwayne, I feel you, man. I hope Dwayne getting it wet every Dwayne had a <laughs> Dwayne had a good union job. <laughs> Blake, I also hope. Dwayne getting it wet every night. <laughs> you know, just getting it in. <laughs> anyway. Oh, what were you man. saying? What That's Dwayne, horrible, though. What that did Dwayne do awful. for a living? I know. What now? What like, I was say? a brat, too, so. What did you say he did for a living? Did he make money? Yeah, I think he was like a welder or something. He had like a good, I just remember oh, my mom was like. welders make that money. Though. Well, I just think he had like a good, you, this is pre-NAFTA. Yeah. He had like a good was... union job. Probably at the Zenith plant where everyone worked and then well, all those jobs went to oh, Mexico. Oh, yeah. But it was still at the time. Like, that was a good he's job. He's probably homeless now. No, don't say No, that. Blake, he's no, you work every night. No, 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 no. He's homeless because you don't want it the other way around because that means you missed out on something good. You're better off. I could have had a dad. This is sliding doors. He would and, never be your it dad. It all comes down to. Anyway, anyway okay. So let's get this, back this just shows that the, the way Anne and Martin characterizes these girls is true to life. Yeah, no. I think, I think we have learned from this book. Women are terrible okay uh i'll decide le- i'll decide later whether to keep that in. how about just all preteens are terrible can we just agree on that despite your gender like you're just all awful it doesn't matter chris no, is always no awful. i i think we all know little boys are great and you don't want to drop kick them into the nearest <laughs> the, the nearest hole so at their first meeting their very first caller is christy's mom like what can I? Okay, I, I'm sorry that this is going to go 40 hours. My mom called me at work today, uh-huh. and I don't know how she still does not understand this. Like, if I answer very professionally mm-hmm. and say "Hello, Book Castle," that I can clearly see it's her, and I'm just like, "Hey," <laughs> that she knows I'm busy, mm-hmm. and so she starts saying "Happy Birthday" to me, Aww. and I just hung up on her. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! I <laughs> you're a regular Christie. I know, I know, but it's one of those things where I'm like, 15 years, 15 years. Me and my brother have worked in bookstores where she is called, and we either say, yeah, wh- what's up? Or, hello, book castle. Hello, book. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the name of the store. In a, Which a, means there are people near there's you. There's people yeah. here. I'm working. And <laughs> doesn't get it. Nope. So, uh, when your mom calls and you're trying to work, you get annoyed. That's my point. I get you, Christy. Mm-hmm. You hung up but You d- hung up mid-happy birthday song, and then she wept. But here's the sad thing. I called her back the, that right after the Okay, finish left. the song. Go ahead. No, anyway. I said I don't want to hear the song. No. <laughs> here's the bad thing is, once again, is the mom needs a babysitter for David Michael because, God forbid, one of her children sacrificed some of their time. Again, anyway. I, I get very upset Whatever. with the yeah, So Stacy gets the job, and that's – we learn about her job later where the brother comes home. I'm just going to go off on their jobs now. The brother comes home. Stacy does love boys. She's um, boy cr- – her – in the comic book, her eyes turn into hearts. When when Christy <laughs> even men- yes, yeah. <laughs> when Christy even mentions that she has older brothers, mm-hmm. S- Stacy sight unseen goes heart eyes and is 
horny for just these like, older bros. Falls over like a board backwards. <laughs> like yeah. boys, boys. boys. Yeah. Wait, tur- one's in the math club. I don't know, Christy. Her head turns into a wolf's head, and she goes auga. Yeah. Um. So that's where Stacy uh, plays marathons of Candyland with David Michael and Chrissy's older brother, and gets paid for it. Terrible game. Though, whatever. Um, Bad game. Christy Seriously. takes a job for Buffy and Pinky, which she assumes are. Two three-year-old twins. But she shouldn't because those are terrible non-human names. She thinks they're nicknames. Whenever uh, she... Rich people are wild. They really are. <laughs> it's true. Like you, would name, you name, name your kid a... Rumor or Scout or Tallulah. You Who name cares? your kid like Tinder now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's Christy's weird fiasco job. And that's where she gets the idea to start the babysitter's log where they all log their jobs. But it turns out they are gigantic... What kind of dogs were they? They weren't Great Danes, were they? Were they Mastiffs? Like, I forget. I didn't write down. I St. Bernard's? I just wrote dogs! Exclamation yeah. mark. Yeah, oh, St. Bernard's. I wrote that down. Okay. okay. And then Marianne takes a job babysitting for Watson's kids because Christy refuses. And that's when we learn the, from Mary Ann's log, we get the story about um, Christy's future stepsister and uh, yeah. the next door neighbor being step, a witch. Stepbrother. Like, yeah. Um, there's Those a, kids... Crack me up. They were actually really cute. They're sweet kids. Mm -hmm. But the, okay, so the boy only says the word yep. Yep. Uh And the girl talks Talks nonstop. Yeah. She's like a Remy. I just imagine her as Remy, my niece who talks a lot. It's a regular Jay and Silent Bob situation. It really is. So, and Claudia takes a job, and her job when she shows up, she ends up babysitting for four kids, not one. And the kids are all jerks. And yep. Claudia tames them eventually by ignoring them and sitting down and reading a book oh, with the one kid who's behaving. She must have taken child psychology or something mm-hmm. the way she's doing them. She got it. Is she the one or is it Stacy who writes dots their eyes with a heart? I don't know. One of them does. I don't does. think that was in the – was that a, a It's in like their in diaries, the right? Yeah. Well, it's in their log. Yeah, oh, yeah, they actually funny. write it out like that? Uh-huh. They have it in the writing in that too. Um I used to do that after seeing one of them do that. I can't remember who did it, but <laughs> I started doing the I old. I do it because Claudia does it. Yeah. I think it's Stacy, but. I'm, I'm looking to see if they translated it to the graphic novel, but go uh, ahead. But anyway, um, so this is when we go off and the next couple chapters are just the jobs that I was just describing. But I do like that Boo Boo is an evil fat cat and that. Shut up, Boo Boo. <laughs> Karen, who is the little girl, thinks that. Boo Boo has a curse put on him by the next neighbor whose name is Mrs. Porter, but Karen says that her witch name is Morbida Destiny. And that I love how she came up with this wild. <laughs> and that Boo Boo Stacy does the heart. Okay. And that Boo Boo used to be skinny, and then Mrs. Porter or Morbida Destiny Morbida. put a curse on him and made him an obese evil cat. He weighs so. 17 pounds and he's a quote mess of a cat. Mm-hmm. Look and how I they... think he sounds great. Look how they draw her in. They draw her as a witch. They really do make her <laughs> in very a black witch-like. robe with this scraggly gray long hair. Well, I mean, that's probably what the kids witch-like. think yeah. that she's a witch because she looks like. And she also carries a rake as a weapon. She also has a giant uh, pimple on her nose. That is a little <laughs> bit. It's called a wart, and uh, it's black magic. So, um, after all their jobs, they add up their money, and so far they've made twenty six dollars and seventy five cents. So Christy suggests, hey, rich. let's throw a pizza party um, to celebrate the success of our club. And Not a good capitalist. Yeah. So... She's so into this pizza party. Yeah. Like, there's so many obstacles. And she's and like, I want to have this party. Yeah, Stacy we'll... starts sweating like the gif of Jordan yes. Peele. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, I have to go to New York. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in 20 minutes. 
<laughs> okay, so um, later on that night, after they decide we're going to have this party, Christy goes back home, and her mom says, hey, put a dress on to dinner. Weird. This is, that was a little weird to me. That That is outdated, and they still do it in the in the new comic book. The dress for dinner? Yeah. It's like, put Well, on... it's a special occasion. Yeah. It is. I know it is. But she also says, grabbing like... leftovers. Yeah, <laughs> that. It's like, well... Is it special or is it not? <laughs> but it's the thing. They're making a special announcement. It's it. That is. I will agree. It's wild because mm-hmm. to me reading it, I was like, if you're making a special announcement, you don't have leftovers. Yeah. And what's the other thing? Uh, what she thinks is like, oh, no, this is bad because it means if we're having leftovers, she's not trying, trying to impress Watson anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's she's, not, oh, she's, she's already let herself go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she's thinking. So the occasion is that Watson asked her mother if she would consider getting engaged to him. So it's not even to celebrate Pre-engagement. the engagement. It's yeah. to celebrate it's this question that was popped. It's in the air. That's why they're having SpaghettiOs and Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade. So. Um, Jess, let me on, ask. On the fancy plates, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Gatorade in the good glasses. Right. Uh, <laughs> the crystal. Did, Jess, did your mom ever say, put on a dress for this Um dinner? No, because we didn't really have people over to our house. Like no, that. because Monica shouted them all yeah, away. Monica True. scared she everyone off. Yeah, okay. I do remember there were a few occasions where she'd be like, "We're going to Springfield. Put on something decent. We're going to Red Lobster." <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a night right there. Uh, <laughs> better than leftovers. I'm gonna get Cheddar Bay biscuits all over my Sunday dress. <laughs> Good times. All that melted butter. <laughs> so the next day, this pizza party is just falling apart. Stacy's like, I don't know if I'll be there that weekend. Marianne, yeah. Oh, okay. Marianne's dad says, No, you can't chip in three dollars on a pizza. Okay, this, this guy, this, this guy me. is the You've worst. You've got to start saving this your, me right here. Your, it's her money. Exactly. She earned it. Also, how much can you make babysitting? Like, it's going to go anywhere towards a college fund, right? And also, she seems like a smart girl. She's from an upper middle class home. She's going to get a scholarship. She is a very smart. She'll sweet be girl. fine. It's a pizza part. You know what I mean? Like. They're getting a Little Caesars pizza. It's going to be $5. And Claudia gets a letter sent home from school, and her parents want her to focus on her homework all weekend. No pizza party. <laughs> One thing I liked about that is, uh, I think Christy says, she says, I got a letter home, so I can't do it. And she says, don't you always get those? Yeah. <laughs> and Claudia's <laughs> like, I guess I'll just work on all the homework I haven't done so far this year, this weekend. And so Christy calls Stacy. Just to find out what's going on. And Stacey's parents say, she's not at home. She stayed in New York with friends. But then Marianne calls later and says, uh, I saw Stacy that morning. The McGills drove by. You're caught. You're caught in a lie. She like, tried to like duck down or something in the car. I don't know. Shady, she said that she didn't see her. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then Watson calls. He needs a babysitter. It's an emergency. It has to be Christy. So this is where Christy bonds with her future step-siblings. She realizes they're not <laughs> monsters at all, and that they are two sweet little kids. And she's even nice to Watson. Um, so going on, um, Marianne resolves the issue with her dad regarding her babysitting earnings. Claudia resolves the issue with her parents regarding school. And Christy just confronts Stacy about lying. And that's when we get into our first Babysitter's Club fight. Finally. The, mm-hmm. They just formed and already No, but it's the thing is, like, there's been all these tensions the whole time. One of the tensions Things is... Things need to start getting real. Oh, no one shit. knows what's up with Stacy. Right. And Stacy lied to Chrissy. Stacy. Right. The other tension is that Chrissy's a little myth that the phone is 
Claudia's personal phone number. So if people call after hours, right? Because they they have designated times. This is where it But if someone someone calls at 7 o'clock on a Thursday and they're not there, guess who gets the job? Claudia. They they don't have a system for fairly distributing out the work. Mm -hmm. This is why we need to unionize against Claudia. Yeah. (laughs) An Mm anti-Claudia union. Claudia insults insults the club. I think this is when they get into the fight that you wrote about, Josh, about how sheep are in. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. This, this is the part of my notes that yeah. I that I left. Oh, you left that behind. Yeah. Yeah. Aww. But they have this big fight where it's just everyone is being. It's all coming out. There. And so she she's saying basically, you guys look like babies. And then you Christy like says, babies. you have your barrettes are shaped like sheep. And Claudia goes, sheep are in. Yeah. And in '86, we're sheep in. I don't I don't have any. Uh, okay, Minor that threats though. album came out like what like '83, '84. Yes, I think sheep were in. Oh, did out you, of step. Did you mention Claudia's skeleton earrings? Not yet, but well, those are some of the that changes earlier. that are made. Yeah. Well, they were skull earrings in the comic book, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, but anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, and so after this fight, after this horrible day, Christy goes home, and that's when her mom announces that she and Watson are officially now engaged. So they have a dinner at Watson's mansion, and this is this weird, they're eating fondue, and this is a weird thing that happens. Christy, they're all making rules about what happens if your bread falls off your little fondue oh, fork this and fondue into the cheese, right? Weird. This is weird. I've so never heard these. Ever. Christy makes a rule that if your fondue falls off, then you have to be a slave to that, who? Is that really one of them? Um, that, that changes in the graphic novel. There's a reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean slavery <laughs> ruffled a few it's, feathers? It's not a yeah. fun throwaway so gag Christy's anymore. So Christie's like, whoever sits to your left, you have to be their slave all night. If God. you're, yeah. And then Watson makes this rule that if your bread falls off your fork and lands in the cheese, you had to kiss the person sitting on your right. They this, did is, not, this is that a weird. Is game. Weird. Yeah. That is a weird. They didn't change weird, that. They did not still, change it. It was weird then. It's weird now. It's weird. I don't Too like much that. Kissing. And guess who freaking loses her bread? Christy. And Oops, guess I accidentally why, why dropped why my bread. The, why doesn't this family just play suck yeah. and blow together? Yeah. And then guess who's on her right? I hate the Watson. Of- so she has to kiss Watson. And she does, and the her face goes all like anime embarrassed in mm-hmm. the comic book. So in she book gives though, him a yeah. quick peck. And then later on she thinks, uh, I was too weird in my reaction to him. And doesn't she leave him a little note she that's over, like... Yeah. She overthinks this. Yeah. I wouldn't mind being... Your stepdaughter. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm that's just like... that's nice. That's nice. That's nice, but well, don't worry about giving your future stepdad a tiny peck. Like, that's fine. You're good. Um, so then the girls have their first babysitter's club meeting after the fight. Everyone apologizes. Christy promises to keep her mouth shut. <laughs> I wrote that down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, not always. But. Yeah. Well, whatever. Um, they plan their party at her house, and her mom agrees to let them have a sleepover. And that's when they learn mm. Stacy's big secret, because Stacy does come. Bombshell. Stacy has diabetes. Look, Christy and throws out there I your think, anorexia. I think I speak for everyone when I say, yeah, okay. <laughs> and that's the girls' reactions, too. They're like... Okay. Then why was this a big deal? You could like, have told us. We're your friends. Why was it so secret? Nobody I, keeps diabetes a secret anymore. I don't. Must because everyone has diabetes now. Well, not everyone. I don't want to say America, that. Uh, baby. But I, I, it comes back to that thing that we've talked about with other books. Is like everything seems like the end of the world when you're that age. So it makes it's sense true. to me. Like I think it, 
it it makes sense that she was like, I have this secret. I'm ashamed of it. Yeah. She can't These... have any of the fun foods that all her friends are eating. That, And I think right, she also right, has right. to do the insulin controlled, where she right. has to give herself insulin injections, which is weird when you're a kid to right. have to do that kind of thing. She has to eat a salad <laughs> from the pizza place, which is humiliating. <laughs> I guess. But what's weird to me is like one of the reasons they moved from New York to Stony Brook is because of her diabetes, because right. her friends were acting weird. There are no doctors in New York. It's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you live in New York City in the 80s. You see junkies shooting up heroin. <laughs> in the street. On the street. You, you think that's what they're doing. They're just, they they're just, just all they're diabetic. diabetic. Yeah. They're just all insulin. diabetic. Yeah. Hey, man, you got some insulin. And meanwhile, so. uh, uh, Ed Koch or whoever's throwing him in, in jail. <laughs> yeah, fucking Just Ed for Koch. being diabetic. Can yeah. you believe that? Fucking New York. That's why they had to get Stacy out. Yeah. They had to. Uh, so here's the entire exchange. Okay. A sweater with a sn- with snowflakes and a snowman? You look like a four-year-old. <laughs> and that's when she says you have sheep. Mm-hmm. I don't think that was in... I don't remember if that was in the comments. Was I mean, it Christmas time? I don't think... I. It must, it, it must have been. Hold on. Just a couple weeks ago, it was so hot. That she could not wait to get out of school. Now she's wearing. Maybe she's I, I'm all, with Claudia. Girl, get sweater. your seasons. Get Ooh, your seasons good down. Point. But I wrote down here that uh, in college I had a girlfriend who wore this dolphin tee. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those big graphic dolphin tees that looked sure. that, like a Lisa Frank looking thing. Yeah, but it wasn't Spencer's. there was like no irony to it. It was just like wearing it like she just likes is, dolphins. This is like a shirt I wear, and I was like. I don't know about this. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> you can do better than this. So after Stacy confesses her secret and the girls have basically a non-reaction because it's just, you know, hey, as long as you're taking care of yourself and you're doing okay, we're fine. We're your friends, you know. They all decide that they're gonna have babysitters club sleepovers once a month. The end. <laughs> Is that really I think basically uh, that wraps it up, right? That seems it, like a ends, lot of sleepovers. It ends to me. on a positive note. The girls It does. Girls have made up. They have learned what Stacy's thing was. They've bonded. Our dark secret. Stacy's yeah. big dark. Yeah. Yeah. They bonded at this slumber party, you know. And they've also, you know, Marianne stood up to her dad. Finally. Uh, Claudia stood up to her parents and was like, guess what? I'm not Janine, mom and dad. I'm Claudia. It's, it, it is very funny where there's like, we have these like few different sections of the book where. They do all the, do the babysitter's jobs, one, two, three, mm-hmm. four, and then they all have a problem that mm-hmm. can't be resolved, and then one, two, three, four, the problems are resolved <laughs> really yeah. easily. I mean, that's the template for every book, basically. Okay, yeah. yeah. Which is, I think, whenever it's you're- a, It is a kid's book, yeah. so I get it. And whenever you're young and you're reading that, I think it's comforting to have that pattern in every book. And I also, um, as someone who loved Babysitter's Club, I think I disliked because I- I say I'm a Christie now, <laughs> but when I was a kid, I didn't really have any friends like this. And I always wanted a group of besties like this, I think. Does that make sense? Yeah. So yeah, I found yeah, yeah. it I found it comforting to read about this relationship. And even now as an adult, like I think it's really positively portrayed. Like we were watching an episode of the show, Blake and I watched last night when we were eating dinner. And I was like remarking, like, look at all these girls and how they all like like each other. Like, there's no like snide comments. It's mostly them walking along, giggling. That's it's just like show. I thought it was just sweet. There's I do like there's it. no drama. They're just there's girls. a lot of charm here. These char- I like these characters. They're charming. Girls being girls, and that's what I liked about it. Just just some little sweeties. Yeah, and I'd they're be, not. Mean. I want to be friends with them. You know, they're not backstabbers. They're not portrayed as like gossip girls. I just think they're sweet. 
Kids. You know how I was talking about the YouTube comments earlier? Mm-hmm. One of the YouTube comments on the Babysitter's Club theme song was, I wish I had friends. Oh, <laughs> oh God. And I was just like, yeah, no. yeah, I get that. I feel that. Poor buddy. So anyway, that's that's Christy's great idea. Yeah. So that show was circa 1990, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And less than five years later, or five years later, mm-hmm. the movie was 1995. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about the movie, or do you want to well, I think finalize our thoughts on the book? Let's just, finalize the book real quick. I just have a quick and thing then we'll to go say to the movie. The, okay. okay, yeah. Do you have a quick thing to say about the book? No. Movie. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we can just do our ratings for the book real quick. Yeah. I'm giving this four stars or four hooves. Sorry. I'm, a full horse. I'm giving it uh, three babysitters. I'm You're leaving. changing our rating system. Okay. Well, I'm just looking at the babysitters. Uh, yeah, three hooves. Uh, the other hoof is kicking one of the babysitters. <laughs> Ouch. What they do deserve that. It, it, it's good. It's, it's a fun book for kids. <laughs> I think because you have to have a place to start, and this is the first book, and I'm comparing it to later books in the series, maybe. I probably ranked it a little higher. Also, I have the nostalgia factor. Yeah, I have, I have so, nothing. I have nothing. I, so. I still say four stars. Yeah, I'll say three and a half hooves. That way it has room to grow. Half mm-hmm. a hoof. Blake did read the comic book, so. Yeah. I feel like I like the comic book more than the than the book. Oh, I did write it down works well some of the book. differences between the comic book and the um, the actual novel. One is that the amount of money they earned, for some reason, it was changed to 55 instead of 20 $26. So they inflated a bit, but they mm-hmm. kept the phone system the same. Yeah, yeah. In the book, Christy's mom's name is Edie, and in the comic, her name is Elizabeth. Is it just like that name went out of fashion? I or guess something? I have no idea. Weird. Um, during the fight, Christy makes fun of Claudia's rainbow shirt instead of sheep earrings. There are no sheep earrings. Oh yeah, she says rainbows are in. Mm-hmm. Sheep is kind of weird. Yeah, and then um, Christy no longer says slave. <laughs> um, when she makes her fondue rule, which makes sense. I don't so. know what she says instead. Those were some of the big differences. It's I weird that they did not change G.I. Joe and Rainbow Bright to toys that are no longer extant. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to keep it even modern, they could have said Barbie and um, Transformers. Kids still have Transformers. Oh, yeah, I mean, they, and they that could that could relate to 80s, too. So Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's timeless, though, really. Okay. So anyway. So we liked it uh, overall. Good book. Everyone yeah. knows it's a good book, though, so we don't have to tell them that. All right, so I guess you need to move on to the Babysitter's Club movie. Blake and Josh are both really excited to talk about this, more so than so, I am. So um, in uh, Blake's audio corner real quick, I forgot to tell you about, I want to always mention the composers of, of these theme songs we're going to be doing. Any guesses on who wrote the theme song to Babysitter's Club that we heard earlier? Uh, Quincy Jones. <laughs> Yes, actually, it was a, a Quincy Michael Jackson collabo. No, it was um, a guy named Glenn Rovin. Glenn Danzig. Mm, if I only. Wish, I wish. Uh, Glenn Rovin's no longer with us, but he was an Emmy-winning composer and conductor. So this guy's wheelhouse is like composing for orchestra and conducting. Mm-hmm. The funniest credit. He doesn't have any other credits like this for silly TV shows. What he's most known for lately is setting two of Hillary Clinton's speeches to music. <laughs> Call, compose the music to the Hillary speeches. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this. 
I guess hardcore fans know. I looked it up and it was like opera singers singing Hillary's words. Um, and I'm not getting political here. I I couldn't stand it long enough to listen more than 10 seconds. So yeah, not a not a real name unless you're into that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, Glenn Rovin. I don't know who sang it. I think that was lost to history. Mm-hmm. Um I will say that the music in the movie version, 1995, banged a little bit harder. Can I go ahead and play you the uh, trailer that will surely bring about nostalgia? Yes. So if you were there at this time and were watching the same VHS tapes as I was, you'll know this trailer when you hear it. Okay. I'm Christy, and these are my friends. We're pretty tight. We even have our own club. Babysitter's Club, everybody knows us. That's because everybody uses us. I brought a little something for your little cousin. Where is he? Hi, I'm Luca, the little cousin. Hell yeah. These these needle drops. Started out with Tori Amos. Wait, that was Tori Amos? Wasn't that Cornflake Girl in the very beginning? I, I didn't hear it. So you I, got a better ear looking than Looking around the house. <laughs> Welcome to the 90s, kids. Okay. All right. So, Needle Drop 90s. Here we go. Your sitter, I guess. This movie's a little kissing? different. But this summer, a lot is going on. Welcome to our camp! <laughs> and it seems like Child a lot violence. is changing. Dad? Yeah. Why are you here? I'm, I'm just vibing. We're meeting different guys. Do you want to go to the movies? Yeah, we're meeting different guys. Alan, get real. I am. Alan, get real. Alan Gray likes you. <laughs> likes her. Alan was or the dork like in the bow tie. Like Trying to figure out some weird new feelings. Do you think I should have told her? What? I'm only 13. So he's 17. That's oh, I don't like that. Keeping a few secrets. That's creepy. You see, Mom? <laughs> this was a big thing in the movie that here again. And basically, dealing with life. Oh, oh shit. hell yeah. Shit. Let's fucking go. Hey, Drop some cranberries so in. I'm telling you, banger after banger. with us, Christy. I missed you. The clearances on the trailer alone. This trailer was expensive. Yeah, you don't understand. Where is she? We have to find her. Came in too soon, sorry. Christy's dad came back. You could never have known how the summer would turn out. But you know what? Gorgeous. Turning into a summer we'll never forget. R.I.P. Never forget. From the pages of the best-selling books. That have captivated a generation. I love that we get a second narrator. Comes the movie about seven <laughs> devoted friends. One seven. amazing club. You don't know all the girls. They yet. added Sorry. a lot of girls. And the extraordinary summer that changed them all. One more blues traveler song. Come on. Friends, best friends. Nothing could ever change that. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's when it falls to hell. We can almost buy a car, and in five years we can drive it. Ah, that's a good line. Mm-hmm. See, it is. It's a funny joke. Mm-hmm. You gotta love that trailer uh, trope uh-huh. of the stinger joke, and it is a funny line. But I have a question about it. Mm-hmm. In five years, we can drive the car that we can buy. Someone's eleven and babysitting. They're the junior babysitters. They come in later. <laughs> what are they trainees? <laughs> like at eleven, you're supposed to be being babysat. Why are they? Why do they get to be part of the club? Do I... they have to have like a an older girl with them at all times? I they, can't remember because it's it's been such a long time. But I think they only work like with certain f- families at certain times. It's Jesse and Mallory, I think. Okay. I think those are the junior. Jesse's babysitters. the one that likes to dance, right? Yes. And Mallory was a kid, or Margot. Oh, no, I can't remember their names. Mallory. She was a kid that they babysat, and she grew up. 
Yeah, Mal. Okay, so Mallory was the frizzy redhead. Yes. headed girl. I learned this from watching the uh, Alamo Draft House twenty year anniversary um, reunion of the Babysitters Club, mm-hmm. where they did a screening and brought in all the actors. The girl who played Mallory was not a redhead. Um, they made her dye her hair and permit just to, I guess, look the part of Mallory. Dedicated couldn't to that fi- role. Couldn't find a real ginger, I guess. <laughs> But uh, I was that what kickstarted Rachel Lee Cook's career? Maybe I that and the 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 commercial where she smashes eggs. I that was later. That was later. I thought that was pre. This was pre sex. This was. I thought that was still pre peak sex symbol. Rachel Lee Cook. I still thought that was pre. Uh, pre. Uh, she's, she's all, all that. God, I don't I know. I thought movie. it was. I thought it was around the the height of her. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been listening, to you guys. Fuck, yeah, I know. For the last few minutes in my head, I've still just been playing. The cranberries. <laughs> like, it's not actually playing in my headphones, but That's I'm there. still just, it's still just going. Such a good song. Wait, were yeah. you going to tell us? Oh, you yeah, got yeah, the movie. Yeah, okay. Wait, you so, got the movie story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I've never seen the movie, but I really want to now. So do, I want to watch it again. I have seen it. Because uh, my sister had it as a kid on one of those like big sh- clamshell. Well, it's a clamshell. Yeah, I uh, yeah. VHS. But I was like, this is baby stuff. Like, I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. But, and I will not name his name. Okay. <laughs> One of my friends from Bible school told me a story about one of the things about being good Christian boys is you were still little skeevy perverts. Anyone under 18 turn this podcast off now. Yes. uh, Yes, please. This is Blake talking from (laughs) for this. No, uh, (laughs) telling the story. No. uh, So he was sexually attracted to Rachel E. Cook. Marianne. Or, I don't know. She played Marianne. Any yeah. of the baby. I don't know. She did have a really cute uh, scroll girl skirt with uh, the knee socks. The knee socks. On. Good look. And, it's, and it's a he's, good Okay. Look. For this story, understand he is like 13 or whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever yeah. age is. So he's that age. He's age appropriate. Yes. And so he was uh, masturbating to the Babysitter's Club movie. Just <laughs> the weirdest shit. Yeah. Ugh. And his sister knocked on the door while he was doing this. And so he quickly like uh, uh, like shut off the movie because you can't let her see that and open the door. But he opened the door and he forgot to zip up his pants. And so his erect penis was still hanging out. And his sister was probably I think she was 11. So oh, he was like, there, like she was uh, a junior babysitter. Uh, uh, Basically. yeah. And yeah. And just the most horrifying story that I've ever been told by someone. Sorry, this movie was just. Getting me too aroused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too horny. I I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. I can't. It's probably just him looking at girls his age that he thinks yeah. are attractive. I oh, mean, and if you're in certain households, there might be like a material. Like his mom probably didn't have Victoria's Secret catalogs coming in. And it, it might be because he was again really raised evangelical. Like it could have been like oh, I can see their elbows, man. Like ooh, they have right, skirts right. that I can see. You can I can see, see knees. You can see between Marianne's knee socks and her skirt, that yeah, area yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. I was I was 11 when this came out. Mm-hmm. I, I think when I saw this trailer 500 times, I was like, oh, wow, teenagers. But now I'm like, babies. These <laughs> no, are babies. Yeah, they, they look like children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like, anyway, uh, I give the movie 10 out of 10. <laughs> uh, we'll watch it later. <laughs> That's a bonus episode. Yeah. Put it behind the paywall. I will watch that movie. Like, we I'm, should, I'm we should watch it together. Yeah. But not together. Just um, just online. 
there is the one more thing that I want to do before we sign off. Blake, behind yeah. you, okay. there's a thing that we bought Josh. Is it a birthday present? It's a birthday present for him, but also for the podcast. If so it's clamshell shaped, I know what it is. It's not. It's, okay. it's a gag. It's kind of a gag, but also kind of great. Yeah, I found it. It's not wrapped. It's not. Okay. So we want to deal with you unwrapping something forever. Close your eyes, though. Okay, so open your eyes and Here's look your... at me. <laughs> I don't so, know who some of these people are. What do you have here, Jess? I am holding in my hands an original Milton Bradley game, and the game is the Babysitters Club game. Eight it's a up. board game. Eight and up. Mm-hmm. This want- the babysitter here is not doing a good job because no, uh, these kids are being bad. Mm-hmm. There's uh, I think something it's drawn on the I wall. love that she's just well, mm-hmm. she's exhausted. She's 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 like zanned out in her chair. <laughs> this, <laughs> she's this, just kid is playing cowboys and indians and messing up pictures with his arrows you'll have to take a picture of it and put it on our instagram oh and this because, yeah that uh, has to go on this kid is i don't know trying to kill goldfish he's a cowboy yeah he's this, gonna eat them himself mm-hmm. this little girl is drawing on the walls and mm-hmm. this cat is probably cursed yeah. it's probably boo boo and it's probably cursed by morbida destiny yeah um but yeah so that's, okay so that's wait. mallory jesse dawn Okay. Uh, Claudia, Stacy, yeah, Claudia, yeah, okay. Marianne. I, I, I know the Stacy's plunked down in that chair. Do you think she fainted from low blood sugar, and that's why she can't uh, watch these bad children? I didn't think that was Stacy. I thought it was just a generic babysitter. So that's clearly, clearly Stacy. Look at her headshot to the side. Yeah, I guess. I mean, real BSC fans would know, but anyway, <laughs> just so I you know, want to know like where did how... you find this game? Okay, well, I ordered it on Mercari. Which is just does, a, does it have all the pieces? Do you yes. Check? Okay. It even has the original like pad of paper that you can oh, write. No. Do I get to be Marianne? Is that how it works? Do you choose a sitter? Surely. Um, I I honestly can't remember. I had this game. Like as soon as I got this and I opened it, I was like, I had this freaking board game. And I honestly think it was one of those things where I got it and my sister was too old to play with me. And I didn't want to play with my boy cousin, so oh, it like man. I played it like maybe twice. You know, I, what I mean? played Mall Madness and Pretty Pretty Princess with my sister hundreds of times. So, do you want to hear what this game is? Yeah. Okay. How, like, how <laughs> does this even work? So, um, you here we go. It kind of reminds me of a game called Girl Talk, which I don't know if you guys. Yeah, I remember know it. About it. We didn't. Uh, yeah, have yeah it there's there. a phone, and you. Nope, that's Mystery Date. Oh, okay. Oh, Girl Talk. Girl? You have fake pimples. It's like a game of truth or dare, but you also have to use fake pimples if you don't. Like they have these sticker sheets, and it like shames you if you won't do one of the dares or something. So you put a fake pimple. No, on. I don't we like had, this. We had Pretty Pretty anyway, Princess. It dealt so, with rewards rather than punishments. <laughs> anyway, so the this, rewards were jewels. The little teaser on the back says. Share secrets and stories in this game, just like Chrissy, Stacy, and all the Babysitter's Club members do in the best-selling books. Make your friends giggle and sometimes groan as you answer questions about babysitting boys and best friends. There's trivia from the books plus silly stunts to do, too. What would you do if your babysitting charge gave you a toad for your birthday? Who would you pick as the cutest boy in school? Will everyone giggle when you choose a new hairstyle for your best friend? Will they laugh when you have to lie on your stomach and tie your shoe? Find out as you try to rack up points with the best stories and stunts. Sounds like a good time. And, and then it also tells you that on the back it says America's favorite girls. <laughs> so wow, can't argue a, with that. Bold Cannot statement. Argue. Bold statement. There you go. Let's play that in a, another bonus episode behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> Just us playing the game for hours. Yep. Maybe we'll get our friend Adam to play. I want to find out 
who he thinks the cutest boy in school is. So yeah, important. I want to find out what he'll do if I give him a toad. <laughs> the cutest boy in school is obviously Christy's older brother. She makes all the girls swoon. Charlie, probably. Yeah, yeah. Charlie's a cute boy name. Okay, so, so I think we've covered Babysitters Club. We've covered Babysitters Club adjacent. And we've covered a board we've game. We've covered so. masturbating the baby. <laughs> we have, we, from every angle, we've we've dealt with this thing. Uh, we'll see you again for number two, I guess, and so on until we've done all two hundred fifteen. Yeah, you're you're welcome, fans. So don't forget to uh, you know if you like us, tell a friend, subscribe to the podcast, subscribe, rate us, review five us, start, smash that like. Hit us up on Instagram. What tell, is it? Tell your babysitter. Tell uh, her charges. Do we call them charges? Now? <laughs> yeah. My ward. Uh... <laughs> Find us on Instagram. We're at Are You There Pod. And if you ever want to contact us, maybe you were a babysitter. Maybe you started a club. Ooh. Maybe you want to tell us about that. We want real babysitting stories. <laughs> maybe you have a twin. You can email us at Are You There Podcast. At gmail.com. Yeah. And go to the Instagram um, for pictures of the board game and Jessica's childhood room. <laughs> Before oh you hit that, which you're about to do, uh, we have not talked about what we're going to do next time. Yeah. That's true. Which is what I was alluding to. It's another to with, number with, one. With twins. And, and I am going to not say and twins 90 times. On Blake, you can't I reserve either. the right. You I have to do unless, it. unless it's on your soundboard, you're not allowed to say it. Please, no. Oh, why didn't I think of this? Nope. So, Please tell me you got uh, a good Jessica, beer. what are we doing Next time. Next time we are doing Sweet Valley High number one, Double Love by Francine Pascal. Not not Francine Prose. <laughs> uh, uh, not National. We'll Award. tell a funny story about that soon. <laughs> Just so Josh is a bonehead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so we've got that to look forward to. So until next time, see you later, horse girls.